time for another WNST Baltimore Sports News Update. Here's Luke Jones. Mike Elias discussed the Corbin Burns trade with the media on Friday. First of all, uh, we'd like to congratulate our friends, uh, the Ravens, for a thrilling season. Uh, it's always been a privilege to have one of the best franchises and best run franchises in the NFL right next door to us. But uh, it's even more exciting to see their success simultaneous with ours uh, last year and how bright their future is. Um, so at, uh, to talk about the trade that happened yesterday, um, it was a, a, a big trade and I think a big uh, addition and moment for, for our team. Uh, Corbin Burns is exactly what we needed. Um, we were in a dogged pursuit of him the entire offseason. Obviously, there were other starting pitchers that we pursued, but it's hard to have somebody higher than Corbin Burns on your wish list. And um, it's, a, it's a tremendous impact. Um, this is uh, something that uh, we and the Brewers uh, talked about. I think it was a great trade for both sides. Uh, they're getting not just young talent, but uh, two players that are plug and play ready to fill big holes on their team. And we're going to miss those guys. Um, but it was a good exchange of uh, needs and fits. And I think that's what enabled us to line up. So we're very excited to welcome Corbin to the organization. I talked to him on FaceTime yesterday and Brandon did as well, but I'm really looking forward to meeting him in person in Sarasota. I can tell he's very excited and uh, he knows that we have a chance to do something special here in 2024. And ultimately this trade was about 2024. So uh, we can't wait to get down there. Um, We're still going to continue uh, exploring opportunities, but we feel like this is a team that we're very excited to bring into Sarasota as is. Thank you very much, Mike. With that, we will get started with questions. First up is Jake Rill with MLB.com. Hey, Mike, just how much of an impact can it be adding, you know, a former Cy Young winner to a pitching staff that's already pretty solid? Just, you know, how much of a boost is he going to bring? I think it, it speaks for itself. But what I what I would add is, uh, you know, not only is there a talent impact there, but there's also an innings track record that he provides. Uh, so it kind of simultaneously uh checks both of those boxes in addition to, you know, our staff's pretty young, you know, other than, other than John means um, these guys are at the forefront of their first few years in the major leagues. So having the experience, and I think somebody for the young guys to look up to and lean on um, and who can help pick up the slack is going to be enormous. I expect him to uh, really, really help uh, not just our team, but the rest of the starters on the pitching staff. Steve Molesky with Masson. Mike, how long has uh, this uh, been in the works? Did a lot come together recently? And was he your number one trade target for the last few weeks and months? Um, yeah, I mean, he was at the top of the board from a talent perspective. I think that, uh, it, you know, the, we we talked about him at the very beginning of the offseason. But for a long time, it wasn't clear whether the Brewers were ultimately going to put themselves in a position to explore trades on them. And and once they did that, I think, you know, we um, have the firepower uh, in our farm system uh, to, to make these trades. And also we had a major league ready starting shortstop in Joey Ortiz um, who we had other alternatives to on our roster. And I think that, uh, you know, that probably uh, put, put us at the top of the heap. 
Rich Dubroff with Baltimore Baseball. Hey, Mike. Uh, what's the impact of this trade on, on the on the bullpen? Does Tyler Wells move into the bullpen now? Are you seeking uh, additional relief arms? We'll, we'll see. I mean, we got spring training. Um, things are going to happen. I hope they don't, but things happen. We need as many starters as possible. We need as many good pitchers as possible. Uh, there's plenty of room for for everyone. And, you know, I said it a little while ago, but you see the Los Angeles Dodgers, as great as their team is, they just keep adding starting pitchers, and it's not easy to get your hands on them. And um, they're not cheap right now. Uh, but now I feel good about the – the quality and quantity of starter candidates that we're going to bring into camp and uh, we'll see how it shakes out. But all of those guys are going to have huge roles and contributions to the season. We got a long season ahead of us. It's arduous when the American league East, we're going to need each and every one of those guys to pitch. Well, Pete Gilbert, BBAL. Hey Mike, uh, congrats on landing that. You know, I'm curious, it's obviously a huge week news wise. Can you hear me, Mike? Not really. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Is it any better, Mike? I'm unmuted. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, I can hear you, but it's, it's hard to make out what you're saying. My apologies. Uh, big news week for the Orioles. Was it a coincidence to have new ownership in place a couple days ago and then being able to land this trade, or was that a reflection of that news? We've been talking about the trade, uh, trading for Corbin Burns since – November 1st uh, or whenever the world series ended. And um, so I, I, I don't think that that altered at any point in the off season. Um, our partnership group has stuck to a plan and funded and supported the right investments at the right time through every stage of this. And this is, uh, you know, that that's not just, on the field, that's not just draft picks. That's not just our international program or our Dominican Academy or all the staffing we've done. Um, it's the free agent activity the last couple of years. And then a trade like this to try to get us over the hump. And uh, to me, that's this has just been a continuity of everything we've been doing. And, um, you know, I'm not the one to talk about the uh, activity that's in the news right now, but uh, I think it's all uh, part of the continuity and plan that that has been above me since I've gotten here. And Connolly with Sports Not. Mike, kind of a follow-up to that and also a, an extra question there. But specifically, um, when you take on a contract of $15 million or so, you do have to get approval from the ownership group or you know from whoever's above you with that. Um, who did you seek that from? Was that from John Angelos? Was that from David Rubenstein? Was it a combination of, of such? And also, he's he's Boris represented. Uh, he's going to be 30, just entering free agency. Obviously, this looks like this could be a one-year rental. How much did that come into uh, your mindset? And how much did the presence of Rubenstein coming in as far as a possibility of maybe trying to sign him to a long-term deal or at least be a part of you know his free agent uh, situations next October? A lot of questions. Um, <laughs> uh, John, John is our control person. I've worked and continue to work very, very close with, with him on everything since since I've been here. And he and I worked on this trade, um, and it's it's been brewing for months, as I said. Um, so the the items in the news 
um, that have coincided with the timing, uh, it's not part and parcel of, of the trade. And uh, as I said, our John and the rest of our partnership group have supported everything that we've done to rebuild the franchise. And this is just another uh, step in that, we hope. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what comes out of this. My focus right now is on spring training. Um, I'm not in any way focused on on those activities. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I'm just very happy that we're prepared for the season now with our roster. Um, but on all fronts, there's a lot of things to be excited about here in, in Birdland right now. We've got everything going for us right now. And I hope that, uh, you know, we get some good fortune this year because I think we got a good shot, but our division's uh, a better, and we'll see how it goes. A follow I, Dan, I can't recall your other question. Yeah, a follow-up to that is the idea of this possibly being a rental and how much that played into your mind and whether you're considering that, you know, his future uh, with the Orioles next year and beyond. Um, but really the idea of this being, you know, trading a couple guys for what could be a rental. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it would be very irresponsible of me to uh, bake in more uh, than he's under contract for as we're calculating a trade. Um, we we would look at the likelihood of somebody um, recouping a comp pick at the end of the season if they go to free agency. But this isn't something that he nor I nor Scott Boris is thinking about right now. Everybody's thrilled that he's joining this great team. We can't wait to see him. I know he's going to love it here. Uh, I told him that. It's a great place to play. We've got an uh, energized fan base. We've got an amazing roster. And I think he's going to enjoy it. And I can't wait to build a relationship with him. Dan Charles with Brentbach. Mike, I had a like a two-pronged question on the same thing. The enthusiasm of the fans. Do you have a sense yet? of just how incredibly enthusiastic the fans are about this move. And on a personal note, uh, we've known you since you were picking up Rio Ruiz or Pedro Severino. Uh, was there a personal moment where you said, damn it, I got what, well, you know, it's a, this is a big deal. Um, it's pretty fresh for me. I mean, we were, uh, it was a furious couple of days uh these things are really hard there's a lot of steps in the processes um you know you're waiting on information you, there's, a, there's a lot that goes into it so i haven't reflected on it i don't know that i will i just i want to i hope the guy pitches well for us we we expect that he will um and uh we're, we're really excited about it but this is all part of um the arc that we've been on you know starting from um a really tough spot and we built the foundation of a great organization. And now we're out looking for opportunities to improve the team. And this, thankfully, this opportunity uh, aligns. And, um, you know, we're giving up a lot of long-term talent and also uh, a couple players that we're going to contribute to the 2024 Orioles. So, I mean, there's a risky move, but it lined up for both sides. And like I said, I think the positional fits um, really brought both parties to the table um, and, and um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I'm, I'm uh, happy that uh, you know, we weren't going to force it necessarily, but you know, our wish list kind of going into the season um, wasn't a, a rotation upgrade. And I certainly think that the Cy Young winner um, and with his body work qualifies as that. So we couldn't have, 
we couldn't have found a better upgrade, and, and now we just got to go play the games. Matt with the Baltimore Sun. Hi, Mike. Matt Weirich, it's, it's good to meet you. Um, as far as your, your scouting and review of Corbin Burns, I mean, his success is really well documented, but what really stands out to you about his abilities uh, to pitch every fifth day and, and just what he brings on a start-to-start -start basis? Uh, absolute horse, um, in addition to the, the impact of the pitches he's throwing across the plate and, you know, the, the strikeouts, it's, it's the, the, uh, the uh, volume that he's demonstrated. Um, the combination of those two things is just um, really special with this guy. And he's extremely competitive. He's a true number one starter. He's the kind of guy that wants to be out there until you absolutely force him to come out of the game. And then he wants to be out there again. So uh, it's really um, it projects to be an enormous impact for our team. And um, like I said, we're, you know, we're, we're uh, we've got a lot of excitement internally for the season, but I, I, uh, I know that the fans are excited as well and they should be. And, and we hope that uh, our fans come out and enjoy uh, watching this team and come out when, when Corbin's pitching. Thanks. Noah Trister, AP. Yeah, hi, Mike. Uh, the ability to trade these comp picks is still a relatively new development in baseball. Have, have you gotten a sense, I guess, of, of how valuable those can be? Um, and, and I guess how, how crucial was that to this deal? Because a lot of teams, you know, aren't able to offer that. Um, yeah, we do. We do have uh, methods to value them. I imagine um, a front office like the Brewers, uh, their valuation is probably almost identical to ours. And that helps when, you know, it's really hard to line up on trades because of the talent evaluation component. But with the draft picks, it's much easier because usually both sides see it exactly the same. So I love it. I wish we could trade more draft picks. I think it would help um, the, the trade market be a little more easy to, to navigate. Um, and uh, it's nice that we get an extra pick here and there because of our market size, um, but it would be great to even have have more of these as as trade currency, in my opinion. Andy Koska, Baltimore Banner. Hey, Mike, when you think of Houston 2017 or thereabout, you, you know, you guys go with Justin Verlander. Is this the kind of trade going for a veteran starting pitcher that can help a young team kind of elevate to that that next level, especially maybe in the postseason? Yeah, I mean that that that's the hope. I mean, we got to get to the postseason, and and there's a lot of innings to be thrown before we get there. Um, you know, it's certainly not a, a necessity that you have a Cy Young caliber ace at the top of your staff, but it sure is nice. And uh, as I said, I don't. Uh, I, I expect that not only will he uh, impact our team when he's out there pitching, but I think his presence is going to radiate out to the rest of the pitching staff in terms of picking up workload. Um, and then also, as I was saying, the the, the leadership component or the uh, the um, fixture component that we expect him to provide. Rick Coleman. Hey, Mike, uh, a little bit of a follow up. I, I don't know if you answered this, but are you guys is the rotation set or are you guys still looking to add to that aspect? And in regards to the deal with the Brewers, how long did the process go on? I mean, people look at it and feel like the Orioles made quite the deal. Uh, was it a long negotiation? 
Um, it, it, it was more, uh, I think, uh, the right timing for them to enter into the negotiations. But um, once we did that, uh, it, you know, they, they, I think they're a front office that that uh, sees the world kind of similar to ours. And, and we uh, lined up on the valuations of the players um, fairly expeditiously. So it was a it was a nice process working with with Matt Arnold. And um, I, I'm glad that it got all the way through the finish line in terms of the rest of the rotation. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see, uh, we might look for ways to add additional depth, whether that's off the roster, a minor league signing or, or what have you, we still have some time left, but if this is the group of starting pitcher candidates that we have, it's good and it's deep. I think that it, it would be enough to responsibly bring into it and, and see what, where it goes from there. But if you look at our more count that uh, not only project to be starting pitchers, but have some experience in the big leagues. So I think, uh, you know, knock on wood, um, we like this group a lot right now. You guys take case and uh, when a Cy Young winner comes up, you probably take notice. But at the same time, you know, throughout these years, you've been so disciplined and guarded about protecting and young guys with talent. Um, does does this deal, in a way, feel like a marker for a, sh a shift in the organization and and sort of looking more to the present than than the future than you have in years past? I don't see it that way whatsoever. Um, our making in baseball and our team was losing a lot of games and not good. I was talking about making decisions oriented towards enhancing our, our playoff possibilities. And at the time, uh, our playoff possibilities were in the future. And now we're, we won the AL East and um, it front loads uh, a lot of stuff into the present, but we're still going to keep an eye on the future. We've got to keep the organization healthy. Um, you know, the, the Brewers have a good team too, and they decided that this was a trade that they wanted to do because it, it made sense for them and it's going to help their team in a different way to get the other players. So um, it, it is a case by case to some degree, but we're just, we're trying to make good quality moves that uh, give us, good chances to do what we want to do. And, um, you know, you, you hope it plays out the way that, that you, that you hope and expect. We've got time for a few more questions. Uh, a Meyer, Baltimore sun. Hey Mike, um, not to bring up a comment that you made like 18 months, but was this the type of deal you were envisioning when you spoke about liftoff after the 2022 trade deadline and just overall how, relieving or, or reassuring is it to get a deal like this done while staying true to the organization's process and philosophy? Um, yeah, I, when I made that comment after the 2022 trade, I was talking about the team being good. And if you look at our record since that comment, I mean, we won 100 games last year, won the ALE. So, like, I, I feel like the team held, held up their end of the bargain on that. And, uh, you know, regardless of how we get there, uh, the wins are what matter to us and to me. 
and it's it's about the wins. And uh, Corbin w looks like he's really going to help us with that. And so that's all part of, of what we're doing. Valerie Preactor, QBBAL. Hey, Mike. I just wanted to ask about the bullpen since we're talking more about the starting rotation. You said that's kind of solid right now, but looking at some of the free agents that have already gone to other teams today being Shintaro Fujinami signing with the Mets. How do you feel about the state of the bullpen? You said maybe you'd be continuing to look. Still got a couple weeks left before spring training. Uh, we, we will continue to look. I, I would say that I don't think we are on a mission uh, anymore. Uh, these next several days leading a spring training, we will be opportunistic. We will uh, look in the marketplace. We will listen um, we will turn over some rocks, but, um, you know, I, I, am happy with the construction of this bullpen. Um, you know, DL Hall was somebody that, um, we, and also Milwaukee long-term, uh, project to be a starting pitcher, but it was very likely that he was starting the season in the bullpen and then we were going to, uh, build him up from there. And now there's a hole uh, in the pen where, where he is, but we have a lot of guys to, to step in and backfill. I think we've got a lot of really talented arms. Dylan Tate is back healthy. Um, so we got we got a good bullpen and 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 you know Craig Kimbrell at the, the back of it, I think is gonna work out really well. So um I we we like this pitching staff a lot right now, but we'll keep um doing our job to look for opportunities for the next two weeks, but then also throughout spring training. Ronnie. Mike, you've mentioned several times that Ortiz and Hall could be members of the 2024 roster, and they're still technically on your prospect lists from some, but you did not trade anyone on your prospect list, say, age 23 or younger. That core is still intact. Was that a goal of yours, or was that just kind of the way the, the trade worked out? And are you surprised that you didn't have to give up any of those, you know, younger, higher-tier guys? Um. Frankly, our, our, our farm system is so, so good right now that um, our, you know, you get to our sixth and seventh prospect and they're still in the top 100 and it's still a very legitimate headliner for a major trade. And you know, it, it, it's something that teams uh, liked working with us because of that. Um, I think that, um, you know, we love Joey Ortiz. We love D.L. Hall, but uh, with Ortiz in particular, I mean, our infield is uh, rather uh, talented and, and, and crowded, and um, it does make it a little easier to um, swallow having to trade a guy who's that good, uh, you know, when, when you know that you have other, other quality options there for you. So that, that's definitely part of the calculus, and, um, and he was definitely a very popular name uh, around the league because I think uh, teams – kind of looked at our situation and uh, figured he, he might be available. We have time for more questions. First is Matt Wyrick. Look, now that the, the roster is mostly set, as you say, how much uh, are you still on a mission to go into spring training and potentially work out some extensions for, for some of the younger guys uh, that have already established themselves in major leagues like Adley, Gunner, and et cetera? Uh, I, I'm going to keep having the same boring um, – a stance on that topic. I, I don't talk about it. Um, I, it's something that I think is best uh, approached or contemplated uh, quietly. Um, I think it, it helps um, with, with business with the agents and players when they know that 
any efforts that we make in the past or now or in the future uh, are not going to be put out there by our front office. But um, we're doing a lot of really good stuff in this organization. Um, we've built up an incredible core of talent in the minors and majors. We're enjoying the fruits of that right now. We're adding to it and certainly exploring opportunities to keep guys that we that that are longer than they're currently projected to be here is something that we quietly explore and work on and we'll just we'll just see what happens but we we there's a lot of players in our core that um we love and the fans love and um they're bringing us um to into this era of uh what we hope is really good baseball sounds good thank you last question is from steve molesky mike we've seen what pitchers added by teams, whether it's in-season or off-season, can do in October, Evaldi, Montgomery, what have you. Um, if you guys are fortunate enough to get there again, is it your hope that this guy can be that guy for you? Well, um, you know, certainly that would be the hope. Um, but, I, you know, it, we we do not sit here mapping out our playoff rotation in, in uh, February. Um, we're too cognizant of – how tough this game is and particularly our division. So um, everything that we're doing to prepare for the season is trying to claw uh, uh, some type of, of uh, playoff spot, hopefully the division title again, but you know, the Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, uh, Blue Jays, like we got to go into battle again with those guys and we'll see what happens. So Corbin's, you know, the hope, uh, the, the priority when we acquired him is, uh, thinking about the regular season, and we hope we have a chance to kind of take it from there. All right. Thank you very much, Mike, and uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you.